Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing, brought to you by New Zealand Sports Radio here on, what are we, the 24th of May. And yes, we come to you at 7am every single morning. It's your best way to start the day up to date with all the important sports news. And today we have Slutz plummeting down the league. Um, Warriors granted exemption to lone players. World Rugby still dreams of a global season and Woods and Mickelson to play for one for, for, sorry, for $10 million and that's US folks. Um, let's get on to the football news and in the Belarusian Premier League overnight Slutz drew one all with Rue Brest uh, that's combined with Oshlok losing to Energetics 1-2 means that Slutz who were top of the table a couple of weeks ago have now slipped down to fifth in the table. Um, Smolovich versus game versus Minsk has been postponed. It's the second week that Minsk have had a game postponed, and this is because of a coronavirus outbreak amongst their uh, their players or amongst their club. Uh, and uh, so you're going to wonder how long it'll be before Minsk can actually play again. They were already two games behind everybody else. We still have Verbitsk versus Dynamo Minsk to happen um, overnight tonight. And so tomorrow morning, we'll bring you an update of how the table looks. And I'm going to hand you over now to Stephen, who will take us through our birthdays today. Well, good morning, everybody. And uh, everybody is having a great weekend. And birthdays today, a man who is just as comfortable underwater as he is above the water, a New Zealand Māori and Kiwi Rugby League International, and finally, a 1976 field hockey gold medalist. Well, here we go. We kick it off with Selwyn Jared Meister, QSM born. This day, the 24th of May 1946, is a former New Zealand field hockey player who was a member of the national team that won the gold medal at the 1976 Summer Olympics in Montreal. Meister, who turned 74 today, was a was awarded the Queen's Service Medal in the 2012 New Year's Honours for Services to Hockey. Meister earned a DPhil in 
inorganic chemistry from Magdalen College, Oxford, as a Rhodes Scholar. Very intelligent man. Moving on, David Thomas Watson, born on this day, the 24th of May 1966, is a New Zealand former rugby league footballer who represented New Zealand in the 1980s and 1990s. Watson was a Taranaki and Auckland representative before being selected to represent New Zealand Māori in the 1986 Pacific Cup. He again represented the Māori against Great Britain in 1990. Watson, who turns 54 today, was selected for the New Zealand National Rugby League team in 1989. He went on to make 15 appearances for the Kiwis, his last being in the 1993 Test Series against Australia. And finally, William Truebridge, born this day, the 24th of May 1980, is a world champion and double world record record holding freediver. He was born in the UK, but moved to New Zealand when he was 18 months old. As of 2013, Truebridge holds the world record in the free immersion and the constant weight without fins discipline and was the first to break the 100 metre barrier unassisted. Truebridge mainly competes in the depth disciplines. He additionally scored the highest number of points for an individual at a team's world championships, which was 313.3 points, which he achieved at the 2010 freediving Teams World Championship held in Okinawa, Japan. Truebridge, who turns 40 today, can hold his breath underwater for 7 minutes and 29 seconds. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to hold my breath right now because I'm going to send you back to Paul. Well, what a segue, Stephen. Thank you very much um, for our birthdays this morning. Happy birthday to all of them. Let's hope they have a nice cake um, to eat. Moving on to rugby news now. And yes, World Rugby still hopes to be able to come up with a global season. A joint statement that came out from Sanzar and the Six Nations. Wow, a joint statement. This is new. We're definitely in unprecedented times. And it said, even though there are many different preferences from the outset, the nations have adopted a mindset that has sought to eliminate self-interest and recognise that the international and club game have shared mutual benefits that, if approached and managed correctly, can enable both to flourish. Uh, a further consultation process in total transparency with unions, clubs and players will commence as all parties work towards an aligned global calendar that can deliver a clear and coherent narrative. So far, uh, the uh, what that means uh, has been that the Six Nations might move by a month uh, and the Rugby Championship happen at the same time. Um, and then the mid-year tours move to October. So the tours happen back together. So we end up with two windows of international games. Let's see if that's really what they mean or if, um, if there's something a bit more there to help with a coherent narrative. Um, but it is interesting that uh, um, Mark Reeson, the, um, sorry, Mark Robinson, um, the CEO of New Zealand Rugby, has called on the idea of um, the nation's championship uh, and says that perhaps there are better alternatives um, available. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, he's also said that they're looking at that window between Super Rugby and the um, Minor 10 Cup to play a north-south game, or at least uh, if you read between the lines, that's what he's saying. So North Island versus South Island game. And uh, they're still looking at the Farrah Palmer Cup. Um, and also, um, 
what he's quoted as saying on that one is um, we absolutely committed to it. Uh, we hope to be able to announce in the coming while um, what we are going to be able to do around the Farrah Palmer Cup, what semi-professional or professional women's rugby looks like. So that's going to be interesting to see what they come up with in that space. Across in Australia and Rugby Australia has terminated the contracts or has released the three players um, who said that they were cancelling their contracts. Those three players obviously were Isaac Rodder, Harry Hawkins and Isaac Lucas, who were all signed for the Queensland Reds uh, in Super Rugby. Uh, and they were all, and two of them had just re, re, had recently re-signed long-term contracts in Australia, and were clearly were plans for the future for Australian rugby. Um, they've said that uh, some some talks have been asked, um, would you welcome them back? And they said, look, we're concentrating on the players that have stayed and have been uh, supporting the thing, supporting the the, the sport. Um, look, the d- difficult decision for the stand down. Um, uh, came after 70% of the entire workforce um, have, have been um, stood down, uh, which equates to 150 workers um, who are now receiving a job seeker subsidy. So that's why, um, and at the same time, 189 professional rugby players in Australia accepted a reduction in pay uh, for an interim period. So it's not even a permanent one. Um, so you can understand why they've decided to take that, uh, why they've decided that actually it's best just to release the players um, they just said they could have taken legal action, but uh, that would be the last resort, and they couldn't see the benefit of really doing that. That brings you up to date with all of our rugby news. I'm handing you back to Stephen now. He's going to bring us up to date with our league news update. Think, thanks again, Paul. League news this morning. The Warriors have been handed a lifeline by the NRL to bring in loan players to reinforce the already hit injury side. The NRL resumes next week with the Warriors taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons on Saturday, but they will do so without several key forwards. It's been a tough tough time for the Warriors. The losses of Lisa Namao and Jazz Tavanga to long-term injuries added to the early, earlier absence of Bunty R4 and Jackson Frey to leave the Warriors short on front row players and having to request the NRL provide special dispensation to allow them to sign players on loan. That request was first denied, but uh, Warriors CEO Cameron George revealed that the league bosses had reversed their decisions. We were declined about 10 days ago, and I went back in to bat for the club. I'm very grateful, the NRL, for giving us approval. He told NZME's Lachlan War. I think they got a better understanding of the situation we're in rather than just looking at the numbers of the squad, actually understanding what each player brings to the table, where they're at with their career and at what position they play. NRL's head of football, Graham Annesley, said the Warriors were a unique case deserving an exemption. Everyone appreciates the extreme lengths that the Warriors have gone to and to try and bring this competition Back to life, Annesley. So good news for the uh, New Zealand-based side and uh, maybe a little bit of good news for referees as well. The NRL have secured a significant win with the referees' union, dropping the threat of industrial action and just in the nick of time as their feud threatened to go nuclear after it 
dramatic day where both sides fired shots at each other. The referees' union eventually relented on Friday night and called off weekend arbitration. Under the deal, the 22 full-time referees will be employed both this year and next year with one referee system to be a trial that is reviewed at year's end. A working committee of players, coaches and referees and management will be set up with their feedback handed to the commission before a call is made on 2021. The development came after the union infuriated the NRL on Friday by accusing them of overlooking player safety and labelled them arrogant and like a bull in a china shop in rushing to make changes. It's simple. Today's game is safer with two refs. The uh, Professional Rugby League match official said in a statement, on numerous, numerous occasions, the second referee has uh, picked up potential causes of harm to players which were not detected at the same time by the other three match officials, nor the bunker. This includes tackles, holes, throws that can cause significant injuries. The commissions, the comments angered ARL Commission Chairman Peter Valandes, who immediately said the referees had lost all credibility through the claims. So there we have it. We have it in league news this morning. Always something happening, Paul, and something's happening right now in Auckland. We're starting to get a little bit of rainfall, so we may not have to borrow some water off uh, you people down in the uh, Waikato. Oh, well, yes, you have water restrictions in Auckland at the moment, or at least people are being asked to um, conserve water um, up there. For those of you that uh, are unaware, um, down here in Hamilton, yes, we don't have, there are no such issues with the mighty Waikato um, running, uh, river running through here. Um, having left my washing out overnight, I hope it does, doesn't rain down here. I hope it stays dry, to be honest. So it does dry, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, moving on then, uh, and Naomi Osaka, um, the number one women's ranked tennis player um, is now the number one women's ranked athlete um, as far as payments um, go. Um, she earned apparently 37.4 million US dollars last year or 61.5 million New Zealand dollars, uh, making her the richest paid uh, or the most, sorry, the, the most, yeah, the richest um, or the most paid, sorry, female athlete last year. Um, this is the, this is a record eclipsing um, the previous best, which was uh, Marion Sharapova back in 2015, where she earned 29.7 million. Um, and uh, Serena Williams um, is now the second most paid female athlete uh, after being the top for the last four years. She's ranked at 33 over all of all athletes. And Osaka is ranked at 29 out of all um, athletes in the world. Moving on into Formula One. Uh, and they have agreed a 30 million um, budget cap cut down to 145 million. You might remember that we reported that um, Ferrari and Red Bull didn't want to go below 150 million, um, whereas other teams were pushing for lower than that. McLaren saying they wanted to go as low as 100 million. Um, and it looks like they have uh, compromised at 145 million for next year. It'll be reduced by another 5 million the year after, down to 140. Um, and then from 2023 to 2025, it will go down to 135 million a year. Um, this is on top of some aerodynamic uh, or freezers on aerodynamic um, testing as well. Um, and they're looking at having a, a graded system um, where the worst team will be able to spend more on their development for the following year than the best team. 
Um, so it's going to get quite complicated, which is unsurprising for a complicated um, technical sport. Um, let's be honest. So, um, yeah, lots of so there's some other minutiae in there. So do look into that uh, if you're uh, you're interested. Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson are going to be have a playoff uh, playing for 10 million US dollars, um, which will be uh, going towards uh, the aiding of charity. And they'll be joined by um, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning um, uh, in this uh, competition. Uh, and the last time they played for nine million US dollars, Mickelson beat Woods, and that was in 2018. Uh, this time, obviously, with their um, partners, so with Tom Brady partnering Mickelson and um, um, Peyton Manning uh, will be partnering um, Tiger Woods. There will be no caddies but they'll be allowed to drive their own buggies. I'm a bit disappointed they're not walking the course. Personally, I think walking the course is a good thing. This follows um, Roy McIlroy's £4 million um, event involving Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler, and um, Matthew Wolfe, also in the aid of charity as well. Finally, in NBA news, um, there are talks to uh, with um, for them to resume at uh, Florida's Disney World Resort in late July, um, it sounds like uh, the they were held at the ESPN Worldwide, oh, sorry, Wide World of Sports Complex, um, which will be a single site for games, practicing, and housing. Uh, talks are apparently going on at the moment between the resort um, and the players. Um, obviously, with ESPN being the broadcaster, you can understand why a Disney resort might be uh, chosen for this. Also, Florida is where we have seen um, the UFC resume um, and also WWE as well. So unsurprising of the, the choice of state. So far in the US, there have been 1.64 million confirmed coronavirus cases and 96,000 deaths. Um, so yes, um, safety uh, and all those protocols will need to obviously to be in place for that. Don't forget folks, to like the, our Facebook page, um, New Zealand Sports Radio. Uh, and also, if you prefer to listen on the go, then you can listen to us on your favourite podcatchers, be that Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Acast, we're on them all. Just search for New Zealand Sports Radio um, for that. And you'll get all our morning sports briefings there, all the long talk interviews. Um, next week, I have the CEO of the New Zealand NBL, I have the CEO of the Northern Mystics. Uh, I have a, a, a beach of volleyball international, a springbok, um, and also a cycling team owner um, all lined up for those interviews. Also, there will be the Hash Rugby Chat on Tuesday nights at 8pm. Do you know sport on Wednesday nights at 8pm? Um, and um, swinging from the hip as well uh, at 8pm on Thursday night. Those shows, all those shows will be available at, on the podcast so just subscribe there. Have a great Sunday, folks, uh, and uh, do try and stay warm.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW.